0: Hi, welcome everybody to another episode of Chris and Dave's Reality Cast. I am one of your hosts, Chris Phelps, and my co-host and very good friend is Mr Dave Horrocks.
1: Hey there, Chris. It's great to speak to you. It's a brand new week. It's episode 31 of Love Island Season 2. USA, and we're into the final stretch. We've had our peak drama, and we're just going to coast to the finish line. So, where would you like to start today?
0: Well, we start the episode, Dave, with Caleb and Justine. I think did they? Didn't they? Even the house uh, housemates were speculating, Dave. They both look rather happy. I don't know. I don't. And obviously, we, we never know properly, Dave. But it looked <laughs> like there was a, it went to a, a bit more than second base last night. You
1: know what I? I was watching this unfold and I was thinking to myself, what fucking... I don't care if they did that. It's purely between them. Just leave it. But then they kept going on about it. And then I think um, Justine said, you know, he made Justine proud. (laughs) And I was like... (laughs) Oh, I want to know now. What does that yeah, mean? That, what does that, that mean? Like that. <laughs> Somebody's always got to go, Dave. Does that mean, like, you know, he, he got to do the old, you know, bit of a shaky, uh, well, uh struggling with my words here, Chris, but you know what I mean? Did he, you know?
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah I'll just go yes to everything. Yeah, yeah.
1: I See, I think they were good because you know they said they were making their parents proud you know and unless it's a very you know out there kind of family situation I, I i think they were good but then like i say Justine's comment about making her proud it just threw me off on one but you know what chris i just think these these pair just keep going strength to strength can't fault them and we've said for a few weeks now so sort of during Casa I think we'd call these out as the probably the favourites. And I just don't see anything rocking that.
0: No, I don't, Dave. And and if you flip that, and I do agree, I totally agree. They are the favourites by a country mile at the moment. And a couple of things happened in this episode, which we'll get to, which make them even more favourites. But i tell you, we're not favourites, Dave. And I'm going to go out and put my fucking mortgage deeds on the fact that Lakeland, and fucking Bennett are going next because that is the fakest fucking hookup we've seen since Moira decided to go with somebody else. I, I know we're getting a bit of aggro because it's a lot of people like Moira, but I'm telling you now, the Laker and fucking Bennett have got no interest whatsoever, Dave. Did we lucky if they added each other on fucking Facebook at the end of this?
1: <laughs> you know what? I, I, They're a fairly inoffensive couple, aren't they? I think. Yeah.
0: You know, straight,
1: straight yeah. off the bat. But, Chris, they just winded me up with their going over the top. You know, Lakin's like, I couldn't stop smiling when you picked me. And it's like, no, no, you were telling Carrington. You weren't asking him at all. So it's just winding me up a little bit, I must admit, at how much they're trying, you know. And and I agree, I, I can't see them. I can't see any future for this pair at all. They're not interested in each other, but it's all for the cameras. It's all like how wonderful life is and stuff. And it's just, yeah, slightly annoying.
0: <laughs> Probably like me, Dave. Slightly <laughs> annoying. But anyway, so, Dave, the main focus of this episode was the family dialing. Completely different format, because obviously with the COVID, the families can't come in like they usually do, and, and we get the whole thing. And I thought it was quite nice. There's a couple of... Lump in the throat moments, Dave. But again, Lakin and Bennett, she was going on to her family about how amazing it was. I'm like, you've been together about fucking 48 hours. Don't believe any of that. Tell you what, I thought
1: Lakin's mum took a little bit of a shine to Bennett there. She said, Mm. "Uh, you're a great, fine man. (laughs) You know, (laughs) in just a little bit, you know, a bit of a suggestive way there. So, uh, yeah, but it's a bit odd, isn't it? Honestly, having this couple in there. It just seems a, a bit cheap to me. I'll
0: tell you who's dad. Uh, get, uh, Calvin gets his jeans off his dad, Dave, because his dad looks fucking about 10 years older than Calvin. He, good-looking guy. He had glasses on, but you he, he can see that's where he gets his jeans from. You know, Calvin's a good-looking lad. So, um, yeah, it was quite interesting seeing the families. And uh, I, I just, again, I'm sorry, Terence, because I know you're listening and you're going to be like, this is another Carrington attack. But when that arrogant wanker was saying, Oh yeah, I know how to deal with parents. He fucking shit his pants when he actually started talking to him. You know, I sort of—I got my notes here. You know,
1: Laurel's mum and dad are not happy with Carrington, um, but then they just sort of crumbled. And and I yeah. guess you know, I was expecting he was going to get both barrels because when they were talking to Laurel on her own, they were you know saying you know, about Carrington and whatever. They weren't happy that he was making a cry and whatnot. But then when he got there, they did. They just completely folded. And I was thinking, why have you done that? And then I thought, well, if it's your own daughter, you're probably, you know, you're thinking, well, she's still in with a shot of 100 grand. I don't particularly just want to destroy her chances right now by, you know, calling out this little prick for what he is. <laughs> uh, Speaking as the parents
0: there, obviously, Chris, not not just me. (laughs) Obviously, David, obviously, because these parents are probably the same age as me and you actually saying that. But I I will say... I'm not that, sure
1: fucking Laurel's dad is, to be fair. Well, I've got a few, few years Dave, on the any- clock.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, there's another dig about your age. But anyway, the yeah. racking up these, you're just going to unleash fury on me <laughs> at some point, Dave. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> but also, the one the one that was most convincing, again, was Caleb uh, and Justine. Caleb was a wreck. He saw his sisters, his mum and dad. Uh, the one thing I'd say we can actually just quickly go back to Carrington was nice that his mum and dad come together considering they're divorced. That was quite nice. Um, you know, that they both They weren't one metre apart though, were they? No, no. Um, <laughs> I mean we, we could speculate about that, I suppose. Dave. But anyway, maybe they're in each other's bubbles. Because but- some
1: of the other co- some of the other parents who were obviously separated as well, but they didn't make a point of it, were dialing in separately.
0: Yes. But his yeah, parents
1: were. were actually physically right next to each other. I just that was a bit strange chris
0: yeah no no i i I did notice the same thing david did cross my mind and i think as well you're looking at like everyone talking and you know i I love looking at body language you know that i'm one for hands and what people do and we all do it we all dispel uh, body language when we're trying to hide things and conceal stuff and all that but johnny dave he's going down for a fucking 20 stretch if he gets arrested for doing something he's done wrong because his ass <laughs> was twitching like there was no fucking tomorrow. He was absolutely shitting his pants because he was so scared about what Sally's mum, sister and brother were going to say. He was absolutely bottling it. And again, Dave, if you're trying to say to Sally you didn't do fucking anything real that bad in Casa more, you've just proved that you fucking did, mate, because he was absolutely whacking it, wasn't he? He was, and and do you want to come back to
1: Caleb? Because you said you had something to say about him, but then didn't say anything. Oh, yes, sorry. <laughs> so Johnny was all we'll okay. Just... We'll go back to Johnny. Um, we'll go back to Caleb. So, Johnny, yeah, it, it makes me think, again, you know how I was saying that, does it really matter, you know, if Johnny's kissed Mercedes or if he slept with her? You know, Sally can't go back to him essentially. She she just has to pick Benny. That was my position on it all. The way Johnny was behaving, you know, because since then, I made that prediction, they've moved on and, and you know, Sally's kind of gotten over it. The way Johnny was behaving, though, makes me think there is more to it and more to come out. And so... He was getting agitated with everyone around, wasn't he? And and Benny was yeah. saying, he was like, you know, calling people out saying you're like a bunch of meerkats and getting really aggro. And Benny's like, well, just what the fuck else are they going to do? You know, they just sat there having, having a watch. Yeah. So, yeah, he was fucking shitting himself. And he was, you know, really not happy that the main, you know, topic of conversation for both families was what happened in Casa Amor. I'd said a few weeks ago when it all happened that, you know, this infidelity is poison to a relationship, and you can see it from Johnny's reactions. He hasn't forgiven himself, um, and you can see from the outside world. He's, he's been given a reminder that all although Sally's kind of got a bit of a short memory there, that that the public haven't. And I actually think his dad... <laughs> Accidentally <laughs> threw him under the bus there.
0: Yes, I was gonna say it. I was gonna
1: go on say it. then. So,
0: what, what do you think? <laughs> well, what did I you pick up on? That. His dad, and I don't know this, this is my opinion. So, please, I'm gonna get absolutely roasted for this. But his dad he's pretty much, you know, Johnny's to fucking hasn't felt too far from the tree there because his dad's obviously a player because he's like, well, you know when i was younger he, yeah i don't know i've cheated on his mom and everything that's why we're not together yeah oh it's just <laughs> a normal thing he's just been a wee scamp there don't worry about if he's sleeping with women because as long as he comes back to you every <laughs> night and has a wash and that and gets an std check he's fine no problem i was pissing myself dave <laughs> i was like johnny's dad <laughs> shut the fuck up <laughs> So I and
1: he's got a bit of Idris Elba about him, his dad, hasn't
0: he? Oh yeah, good looking guy, he's Yeah, that yeah, guy.
1: He's, he's uh he is a good looking chap. Um But no, I thought the way he threw I I'd forgotten about that, the way he was like, Yeah, it's all right it. Boys will be boys <laughs> kind of thing. Um it was when he said, Johnny, you didn't stick to the game plan.
0: Like we <laughs> talked. Yeah, no, <laughs> shut the fuck up, Dad! Please, it's shut like, up. We
1: all know they go in with a game plan, but you're not supposed to openly admit it. <laughs> you know, you're supposed to be in there for the right reasons. That's what everyone says, isn't it, Chris? We're in there to find someone. Nope. Johnny's dad says, "Yeah, Johnny went in there right with a game plan. He was going to get with someone. He wasn't going to cheat on anyone, and he going to he was going to walk away with a hundred thousand dollars." Yep. Cheers, Johnny's dad. (laughs) You just (laughs) fucking threw him under the bus there.
0: He's top to watch, though, Dave. That was brilliant, absolutely brilliant. And you know I've got verbal diarrhea at the best of times, Dave. I can talk some utter shit, as some of the stories have said on this series, but his dad, I was thinking, you're pretty much like me, really. You just don't know when (laughs) to shut the fuck up, really. But, you know, Johnny's obviously,
1: you know, very sensitive about it as well and very agitated about it when it came out. And I I think that's going to, you know, carry on to tomorrow um, in all honesty. So again, they're so close to the finish line. He has got a game plan. You know, as we've now confirmed, I just think (sighs) he surely won't do anything kind of to rock the boat too much but we might see a bit of drama i always say don't i chris this last week is never my favorite week probably the least out of all the six week stretch you know because all the dramas sort of seeped out everyone's coupled up there's very little drama left in it so you know i'm clinging on to a bit of
0: hope there they might have a little argument or something about that dave there's going to be drama tomorrow because I'm coming in fucking hot because what is the piece of shit game that we've got to watch tomorrow? See, so you This triggers you, doesn't it? The old uh, baby game. I'm the oldest of nine kids. I've got fucking nephews and nieces coming out of me fucking ears. <laughs> I love all of them. I don't need to see people changing in nappies. I've changed every one of my brothers and sisters from being fucking about three, four years old. I don't need to see this bullshit with these people pretending that they give a shit about this. Why they keep persisting with this Love Island, I do not know. I honestly think it's a waste of fucking time. Honestly,
1: and I'd love if people write in and let us know, but I think you might be in the minority there, Chris. Now I, I do say with, with all of this format, you know, it's it's not really designed for fanatics like us to watch yes. every single season across the US, UK, and Australia. But I think people enjoy this because ultimately you've got these young people who are mostly wrapped up in themselves, you know, sort of somewhere between 60 to 90% themselves and then what's remaining is in the other person. And then you've suddenly got this, and, and I know it's a doll, but it's still that relentless crying and, you know, taking care of it. So they've suddenly got to take care of this other little thing I'm sure I said in the last series, you know, it's nothing like having an actual baby. We know it's not. But I do think I, I like when it puts them under a bit of pressure and a little bit of stress there. I, I do think it it's more realistic than you think it should be.
0: Probably. But you know what's triggered me even more, Dave? The fact that we've got rid of one fucking baby, in Mackenzie, and now we've been replaced with about six fucking <laughs> little babies. She's probably worse than all them kids, that fucking baby. So, uh, yeah, anyway, we're going all sorts of weird now, Dave, because I'm proper triggered. I hate this, this mode. I'm coming in hot tomorrow, everybody. So if you disagree <laughs> with me, you've got to email us, because I hate this game mode. I really just think it's a waste of time. I just hope it's done over one episode, because in the UK, they used to have it over a couple of episodes, and it was just like... Oh my god! Just do it for an hour or something, or an afternoon, please.
1: Yeah, I mean, well, ultimately, you know, we'll we'll have the baby game, won't we? Um, won't do the lie detector test. That seems to have been retired off now, doesn't it? Um, yeah, they have to. Yeah. What else are they gonna have? They're gonna have the dates. You know, sometimes they stretch out the dates for two or three episodes, don't they? So, so we'll have sure. so Monday night's episode will be the babies. Yeah. Tuesday night will be the dates. And then Wednesday night, that's the final, isn't it?
0: Yeah, there's there's a voting off, isn't there, tomorrow, which they'll probably drag out into Tuesday's episode. But officially, it is there. They don't need
1: to drag that out. It's fucking Lakin and Bennett, isn't it? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. As much as we've, you know, ribbed kind of Freckles and Moira, come on. Even I've got to say, (laughs) after saying Moira should really leave. And I do think, you know, in the last two, maybe three episodes. I think Freckles and Moira have done all right. You know, I still don't buy the actual relationship and I don't think they'll last
0: on the outside. But, you
1: know, for for being in there, they I think they've done all
0: right. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And I apologize, everybody, for my baby outburst. I love <laughs> uh, my brothers and sisters, nephews and nieces and stuff, you know what I mean? But, you know, it's just a, just a step too far. So I do apologize. Anyway, David, we've had a shitload of emails, <laughs> even though I keep calling them letters, but they are emails, and we've had a review, so I'll let you do the review first, Dave, because I'm going to clear my throat today for this one. Well,
1: we we'll do the review. We've had a couple of tweets that are interesting as well, so This is a review, again, from the US, and it's from N.P. Braids. And don't let me forget as well, we've had some feedback on Instagram. I know we're a bit shit on Instagram, aren't we? But uh, we posed a question there yesterday. So uh, this one subjects, please review early seasons of UK Love Island. I love that you two guys are reviewing dating shows and their mix of personal stories as they review. Please go back and review season two of UK Love Island. It was wild and I would love your take. Now, Chris, we have discussed this one before, haven't we? But yeah, and I'll say it was probably mostly me. I'd tried to watch that first season, like the first episode again, but because Caroline Flack was on it and the boys were being quite leery, being lads. They didn't know who Caroline Flack was, they' bit sort of like, you know, you you know <laughs> kind <laughs> yeah, of thing. Were, yeah. it, it was just a bit uncomfortable, and it wasn't that long after Caroline Flack had passed, so it, I, I personally I couldn't watch it. Whereas now I, I think we possibly could do that, but you know, it, I, I'm sure we'll get around to it at some point, but it just depends what what are we going to review next and what's the timing of that. But brilliant yeah. review, thanks very much.
0: No, brilliant. Thank you. Thank you. And we've had one of our first emails today. Dave is from, and I hope oh, I get this right, He's DD. And she uh, says, Hi, Chris and Dave. I started watching Love Island and thought to myself, I can't watch this without a podcast. And then I found you guys. I really enjoy your humour, your British accents. Dave, the accents again? I don't know how, but it's just the British accent. (laughs) And your takes on the show. I saw season one of Love Island US, but haven't seen the British or Australian shows. So I hope I can find them on some service I already pay for because I'd love to watch those and listen to your recaps. I watch all the Bachelor crap and listen to several Bachelor podcasts. Do I question my life choices? Yes, I do. But I still can't get out of the house as much as I'd like to So, I do what I have to do to carry on. I would love to hear you guys recap the upcoming Bachelorette. Dave, that's another little tip there. Yeah, yeah. It's going to be a doozy. Most dramatic season ever. Well, Dave, just sign us off right now. As Chris Harrison would say, thanks for putting your voices in my ears each day, Dee Dee, from Tempe, Arizona Day. So, another brilliant. and we've got a load of people from the U S and I love that because obviously at some point I will actually live over there and become president Dave. But anyway, so, um, <laughs> the next, the next review is over to you. God. I email you. <laughs> oh, on. Let's not talk about the fucking president.
1: Um, no, not, no, no. <laughs> no, this one is from Jenny Statler and it says, hi from Oregon. I just want to tell you guys, guys, how much I appreciate li- appreciated listening to you the last couple of weeks. You make me laugh out loud and your observations are, for the most part, spot on. I really dis- I really only disagree with you when it comes to Freckles. <laughs> While I'm pretty sure he's using Moira in order to get to the finals. I still think he's pretty dreamy. Just side note, Chris, I, I think he's pretty dreamy as well, isn't he? He is actually. I just think he's a good-looking lad. Yeah, I just yeah. think he's a bit yeah. fake, um, but definitely dreamy. They're all kind of dreamy in their own ways. Um, anyway, I digress. Oh please, oh please, do consider recapping the first season of British Love Island if you haven't or haven't yet. I would love your take on that heap of delectable, cringeworthy trash. <laughs> <laughs> what a great turn of phrase! Um, and of course, this upke- upcoming season of The Bachelorette, another one, Chris, oh, is supposed yep. to be a nightmare, as there are at least two bachelorettes, so should be super fun. Have a cuppa of this reality TV loving Anglophile. Keep up the good work. And that's from Jenny. What a great email. And another one for the Bachelorette, Chris. And, you know, a a legacy kind of UK season as well.
0: Yeah, Dave, I'm telling you, you better get ready, Mr Horrocks. We think we're going to have a break. I'm gonna drag it's you back in. It's just to get all this <laughs> reality TV. And... <laughs> oh, now, this one is an absolute doozy of an email. This I'm, is I'm from just Sherry, gonna, Dave. Uh, make a cup of tea, actually,
1: Chris, while you're <laughs> <why> you <laughs> doing this one. <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's titled Emailing Finally. <clears throat> I'm gonna clear my throat. Sorry, guys. Chris and Dave, here's my background. I've been binging your podcast and wanting to email so many times, but I was so far behind in the season. This weekend I caught up so Here we go. I was feeling lonely in my session of Love Island USA until I ran across your podcast. I've loved every UK and Aussie season, but found the cast of USA season one too obnoxious so I couldn't watch. I feared America had ruined Love Island, but season two casting has been spot on. Totally agree. How refreshing to hear two middle-aged two middle-aged blokes, Dave, to be so unapologetic into the show. Into is this, this, show. Is this another your, podcast, Chris? I love your banter perspective. How dare you? I'm not middle-aged, David. <laughs> I'm going to live until I'm 180. I'm not even there yet. How dare you, Sherry? Um, here are a few things I've been dying to say. Number one, why all the shade for Moira? I'm guessing Moira wasn't popular with the boys in high school and grew into her beauty more recently, which is why she is so awkward. Cut some slack. We've had that a few times, actually, Dave, haven't we? So uh, we, we may have to look back on that. Although I do agree about her crazy eyes. I actually like... She and Freckles together, but they won't work in the outside world. Number two, absolutely agree with the shade towards Mackenzie, though. She's the least self-aware person I've ever seen, other than our president, perhaps, steady, no <laughs> politics, and has deflected accountability since day one. And Connor, poor little dum-dum. That relationship <laughs> is a shit show. <laughs> <laughs> That's better than we could have put it Number three, Bennett and Lakin, who... When I think of Bennett, I can't get past the pants with zippered knees, and last <laughs> night the giant cross earring. Whoever he's helping him dress, he's punking him. Number four, Carrington and Laurel. Sigh, he's making my sweet naive uh, urban girl look like an idiot. There's naive, no passion when they... that is <laughs> <laughs> The what though? He
1: said naive
0: urban urban girl naive. Naive. Yeah, that as well, Dave. Yeah. It's too, <laughs> yeah, yeah, Anyway, uh, <laughs> there's no passion when they're kissing. It's clearly a zero interest in visiting Alabama. Sadly, she's headed for heartbreak. Totally agree, Sherry. Number five, I love Sally. Her energy and optimism is contagious. I love Johnny at the start, but Caspermore, oh, what a dip. They could they could have won if only he had owned up to all his actions immediately. Doesn't he know we view his love a comeback story, but not a liar. She's correct. <laughs> Number six, Jaleb. Perfection, and I am here for it. They are clear winners. I actually think they have a chance of making it past the airport, Dave. <laughs> 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 He's still gonna haunt you that Dave. After this season wraps, I look forward to listening to your fun commentary on the previous UK and Aussie seasons. Keep it up, lads. Sherry PS if you think the car wash challenge was over the top, did you did you not watch UK season one? That season could never air in the US except on cable. As we say in America, it's not porn; it's HBO. <laughs> that is an amazing email day.
1: That is awesome. I've never heard of that phrase before. But no, um, I haven't. By the way, if people are from the US, I'm sure all the seasons are on Hulu. So yeah. you know, I, I think that's how how people are watching them over there. So. Yeah, I, I, we're getting loads of call-outs, though, aren't we, for the previous, like, for the first two UK seasons? So, again, does gather a bit of momentum, that one. Now, yeah. Chris, I have got my bifocals out, so I'll be able to read this one a little bit better, you know, old ageing eyes. <laughs> better there. than I did. Actually, <laughs> I, yeah, probably going blind watching too much Love Island. Um, sure, it's just Love Island. <laughs> <laughs>
0: How's
1: your arm? Anyway, yeah. go on, Dave. On. <laughs> so, this one is from Karen and it says Hi, guys. You know that I'm weeks behind you, but hopefully, this still makes sense. The guys just had their picks at recoupling. Connor and Mackenzie both need to go. Yep, spot on. Um, her because of her spoiled brat that she is, and him because of the wet letters he is. He really wanted to pick Mackenzie, but pick Moira instead so that he didn't have to face the reactions in the villa. Everyone is against them getting back together, but he definitely wants to. I think she's nailed that, has not she, Chris? Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't think Moira is interested in him, and vice versa with the new guys coming in. Moira will undoubtedly find another poor sap to string along for a few days. Next episode, a couple is going. Aaron, unlucky, picked his ticket home. Hopefully, can't wait to see, and that's from Karen. And yeah, so Karen's emailed us in before, hasn't she? Obviously, watching a, a little yeah. bit behind, but yeah, she she's. I can think where she is now, and I can think, you know, why do we throw a bit of shade on Moira? And that's because she's so fucking inconsistent. I've forgotten about the whole, you know, bringing Aaron into the villa, but then as soon as she sees Calvin with someone, she like dumps Aaron. <laughs> It's just, yeah, you know. So yeah, they've both Moira and Calvin. I think have done well the last couple of episodes, but you know, they've 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 made their bed so they can lie in it. Now, Chris, what a great bunch of emails!
0: It is, Dave, and we've got one more. The last one actually is from um, Joseph, and this he actually wants our opinions, Dave, as well. So this is quite good. It's entitled "Love Island USA: Johnny and Sally." Hey guys, great job on the show. I'd like to get both of your opinions. When Selly gets home and watches the show, will she react to Johnny's undercover boss work at Cassara Moore, as, t- as he told me everything, nothing to see here. Or that lying bastard, it was way worse than he said. Thanks, guys. Keep up the good work. So Dave, his fucking arse is going to drop in it when they get out. He's going to be buying her flowers till fucking next year, I think.
1: She seems to have like properly forgiven him, doesn't she? But actually seeing it, I think she might struggle, especially with the the challenge, you know, when um, when the challenge was over, and then he went back in for seconds with Mackenzie. yeah, and then yeah. I, I still say, you know, when Mackenzie said to Johnny that you know she was interested in getting to know Carrington, the the little eye roll that he did just said to me that he just wants he wants it all, he wants to have his bit of fun in Cassaramore and then go back with the apology. And so I, I don't know. I, I think Sally might have a problem with that. So that six month relationship might be cut down to two.
0: And and also, Dave, just just a quick point from what you've just said. Um, have you got inside cameras in the villa, Dave? Uh, not me personally, but why do you no, ask? no, because I just wondered, was there something with Mackenzie we didn't say, see, Dave? Because I'm sure it's Mercedes that. You go...
1: <laughs> oh, did I say McKenzie? <laughs> You know what? I was thinking as well, you know, I was listening back to an episode when I was editing and I thought, I can't be, I changing it now. But um, when we were talking about, someone asked us, didn't they, if if you were to place these people in the UK, where would they be from? And I said, Mackenzie would be from Liverpool. I actually meant Kirsten. And I said, Mackenzie, got Mackenzie on the Uh, brain. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, Yeah. well. (laughs) For fuck's sake.
0: (laughs) Now, let's not chris, talk about her again Dave. Yeah,
1: that's definitely not now chris i did pop out a question yesterday and it was just on our instagram and i just said we love Ireland usa finishing this week what should we recap next and so we got three so we've got the bachelorette starts you know 13th of october uh someone said the bachelor starts at 13 october i think they meant the uh, bachelorette uh yep. someone says uh lucky lulu green says any housewife sh- oh no so um yeah any housewife show is out of the question isn't it <laughs> question mark <laughs> and i've said just not housewives of cheshire but hopefully she'll get back to us and then another one from bachelorette that says bachelorette so chris there is a lot of uh you know support for us doing the bachelorette next bachelorette us that is
0: Dave, are we going to make the decision right now? I think we have to do it, don't we? Yeah, let's sign it off, everybody. So it will be The Bachelorette. I have never wa- I have watched The Bachelor and Bachelorette before, actually, Dave, but I haven't watched uh, the, the latest US one. I watched the latest Bachelor with a guy who's a pilot and stuff, and I've literally finished, I think I mentioned it on the show, but uh, yeah, I'm well up for it, so uh, we're going to watch that, I think that's weekly though, so it won't be every, yes, um... definitely, well, That sold, well that, means they, well that means, we can then catch up on the UK season two then, oh, does not it? and just, <laughs> <sex>. <laughs> you know what? joking, it, joking, it, don't quit not... the podcast now live, please don't, <laughs>
1: <laughs> you're, you're, you're going to be off to uh Vegas, aren't you, I'm trying yeah, to get Ariel yeah. Vanderberg back here,
0: so uh, swap it for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but what i told you—that audition went down a storm. The amount of frenzy and, and buzz it caused, Dave, with our listeners—it's it, just setting the stars that I'm going to be over there. <laughs> yeah.
1: I think I read out last time, but um, uh, Miller High Life on Twitter did say, "Love the latest episode. The audition had me cracking up." Um, while I've got Twitter open as well, we've got popcorn on mute. Or Sean K says, "CD Reality Cast guys, you all are excellent. Just catching your last four episodes on Love Island USA, and now going back to the Lauren and Casaromall moments. Your reads are on point. Didn't think, uh, didn't you think Sally was pushing for TV's tear ducks regarding her mum?" Quite possibly, quite possibly. And this is one, Chris, you're going to have to answer because I've got no real context of this one. So this one's from Leah on Twitter. It says, can you please watch Double Shot at Love with Paulie D and Vinnie from Jersey Shore after you're done with Love Island? Just heard that Chris loves Jersey Shore and it's a dating show as well.
0: Well... I did start watching that, Dave, but the first season of that was brilliant With because uh, I love Jersey Shore. I've watched it since the start. I, I, I'm happy to go back on and watch it. Me and Sam, I started watching them again on Amazon Prime. I love Jersey Shore. And um, we started watching it. It's in Vegas as well because, like say I mentioned, the other show, Paulie D's a Vegas DJ now residency over there. I just didn't, I didn't get into it like I usually do because – It wasn't Paulie D and Vinny. It was all these fucking no marks who, who come in there pretending that they were from Jersey Shore. So I have got it recorded. So at some point, Dave. It's a very similar format. They're like sort of like the judges as such and they go out and date. So it might be something that I got into, but the first episode was a real slog because I love them guys, the OG Jersey Shore people. But you've never seen them, Dave. So be, you'll watch it and be like, What the fuck is this? <laughs> I mean, we could
1: um, I, I could give it a go and you you could have a I'm sure you will anyway, Chris. You're gonna get back and round to watching it at some point. Um, But I think because we're going to have a little break, aren't we? Just a bit of a breather after Love Island. (laughs) We get over it. Um, And then probably it does make sense for us at the Bachelorette. You know, you're going on holiday. So we can sort of tackle that when you're back.
0: Yeah, yeah, we will. We're definitely going to do that. It's brilliant that everyone's suggesting someone for us to watch, though, Dave, and that they're going to invest in the show with us i love that absolutely love it it's so nice of everybody as well just to keep with us and enjoy watching the same stuff as us I think that's what i love about the podcast because we just did this two mates chatting didn't we We didn't think we would get so many people tuning in to listen to us and we love it
1: yeah chris i love it when people agree i love it when people don't agree you know but the thing of all the shows that we've done you know, you just can't argue that our favourite, our sweet spot is Love Island, isn't it? You know, we yeah. enjoyed, like, Love is Blind, Labour of Love, Town, all of those. Um, too hot to handle, but nah, Love Island, it, it just gets people... There's something about it, isn't there? The formula, just the drama of it. I just love it.
0: Yeah, yeah it is. It's fantastic. It, it, it's, without doubt, uh, our premier show, and, and I, I just wish sometimes that... Uh, there was more. <laughs> you fucking hate me even more, Dave, because we're all such good friends. But when we're doing Love Island, it, this has been six weeks of Love Island every single day, and we both worked get... at night. We've got to watch it and then record it at night, have not we? And then get it uploaded. So yeah, it's brilliant.
1: Yeah, it is. But by by the time by this point in the series, Chris, I'm fucked. <laughs> yeah, I know. And, and I know. Like we do. That's why we take this, uh, the saturday show off as well isn't it you know so six days a week is is enough because we've got our other podcasts as well haven't we we've got vhs strikes back we've got um uh, the comics in motion podcast we've also you know guested on various other podcasts <laughs> it's just it's just quite a lot and i love it as well i don't th- I, I i wish there was kind of a a U, either a UK or an Australian one that we could jump onto next as well. But quite intrigued to do do a bit of The Bachelorette as well. I mean, obviously, I'd, I'd done The Bachelor banter, hadn't I? So I'm kind of yeah. familiar with the format. I looked at the uh, South African season two. So this, is, this would be good. And I think, Chris, for us, you know, ultimately being blokes, I think The Bachelorette is better. Because there's going to be a plethora of blokes that we can just take the fucking piss out of. <laughs> I think it'd be, it'd be a bit harder, wouldn't it? You know, we're a bit more reserved with the with the girls, with the ladies. So, um, no, nah, only joking, yeah. joking, yeah. not joking. <laughs> okay, you said that, not me. Anyway,
0: if you want to contact us and get them emails in, guys, we've not got long to go, and give us some more suggestions. I think The Bachelorette is, is nailed in now. We're definitely doing that, but anything else, we can maybe do on the sideline if we can tempt Dave to do a bit more podcasting. Anyway, uh, at CD CDRealityCast on Twitter and Instagram, at gmail.com if you want to email us. And also, I may be auditioning for a new co-host soon because the amount of stuff I'm throwing at Dave at the moment these shows, I can hear the... <laughs> Anticipation in his silence there. So um, sorry about that, Dave.
1: <laughs> no, I, I'm not throw I'm not kicking the early uh, reviews into touch completely. So I'm just enjoying. I'm salivating at the idea of just doing a, a weekly podcast. To be quite honest, but um, maybe we could do that. I, I've done this before on the same feed though, and it gets gets a bit confusing for people if you're releasing like one a week and then you're releasing a different show with a different release schedule it, it kind of messes things up so so yeah not kicking it into touch just yet but um, we'll see how it goes
0: good stuff Dave right everybody it's a bit of a longer one today because there's such great interaction we will see you tomorrow in the final week of Love Island USA season 2 awesome cheers Chris bye now bye